The following is my conversation with Matt Bodovinik from the University of Chicago. Mm-hmm. Matt, thank you so much for coming on today. We really appreciate it. Just a quick primer before we get started. Forbiddings are laws that prohibit harming certain things. Do forbiddings actually prohibit harming anything? That's what we're going to be discussing today. Thanks so much for joining us, Matt. I really look forward to hearing your thoughts. So Matt, exactly what does forbidding mean? This show is sponsored by Goody Coalescences. I've never really talked about this before, but I am a huge fan of their products. Uh, so if you want to look and feel your best, then you got to check out Goody Coalescences. Thanks for watching. Forbidding, Matt, most commonly means prohibiting something from happening. So for example, if I were to prohibit you from entering my building, that would be an example of a forbidding law. Another example might be if I were to prohibit you from harming my door. Mm -hmm. In both of these examples, the forbidding law is prohibiting you from doing something that's contrary to the law. Okay, so forbidding then prohibits something from happening. Is that right? Yeah, that's exactly right. Forbidding in this sense prohibits anything from happening. But isn't forbidding also in some ways prohibiting things from being done? That's a valid question, and it definitely is a part of forbidding. For example, if I were to prohibit you from entering my building, part of the prohibition would be prohibiting you from coming into the building, and part of the prohibition would be prohibiting you from harming anything inside the building, building. Okay, so forbidding is both prohibiting something from happening and prohibiting things from being done. Is that right? That's right. So forbidding really has two main purposes. It prohibits something from happening and it prohibits things from being done. Is that correct? That's correct. So then forbidding is actually pretty powerful. It can protect a lot of things. That's definitely true. Forbidding is a very effective tool for protecting people and property. Okay, so then forbidding can protect both people and property. Does that mean forbiddings always protect people? No, not always. For example, if I were to prohibit you from entering my building, but I didn't have any guards stationed inside the building to protect me, that would be ineffective because you could still get past the prohibition by harming me or by violating some other rule in the building. Mm -hmm. In this case, the prohibition might protect me somewhat, but it wouldn't protect me completely. So forbidding can protect people or property, but it doesn't always do so. What other purposes does forbidding have? Well, another purpose of forbidding is to provide peace and order. For example, if I were to prohibit you from entering my building at nighttime when it's dark outside, that would provide peace and order because there would be less chance of violence happening inside the building. Similarly, if I were to forbid you from harming my door in order to prevent burglars from breaking into my house, that would also provide peace and order because burglars wouldn't be able to easily harm me or steal my belongings if they couldn't enter the house easily. So forbidding can make society function better by preventing violence and burglary. Is there anything else forbiddings can do? Another purpose of forbidding is to protect people's safety. For example, if I were to prohibit you from entering my building at nighttime when there are no guards stationed inside the building to protect me, that would also prevent me from being harmed by someone who wants to attack me while I'm walking around alone at night. In this case, the prohibition would protect me even though it wouldn't prevent me from doing anything else that I'm prohibited from doing under the law, uh, coming into the building. So then forbidding can both protect people and protect their safety. Is there anything else we should know about forbiddings? Yes, uh, forbiddings can also serve as warning signals to people who might not know about the law or who might not understand its implications. 
for example, if I were to post a sign prohibiting entry into my building at nighttime, mm -hmm. that would serve as a warning signal for people who don't know about the law or who aren't aware, or aren't aware of its consequences. Similarly, if I posted a sign prohibiting anyone from harming my door in order to prevent burglars from breaking in, that would also serve as a warning signal to potential burglars about what kinds of behavior is prohibited under the law. So then forbidding service warnings, both to individuals who are breaking the law and to those who might be lawbreakers in the future. Is there anything else we should know about warning signals like these? Yes, warning signals like these are an important part of our legal system because they help keep society functioning smoothly and they help keep us safe. Thank you so much for joining us today, Matt. Mm. We really appreciate it. Let's move on to our next topic. Thanks for listening to Lexman Artificial Podcast. Please share this podcast with your friends and family to help spread the word about how useful and informative it can be. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, please don't hesitate to let us know. Thanks again for listening. I'll leave you with a poem titled Forbidding by Alice Siebold. Do not go near the edge of land that's forbidden, or you will fall into deep water mm -hmm. and be lost forever.